Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your host, Amobi Kugo, with another episode of a Frugal Athlete Podcast, episode 12, Choose Wisely. Um, yeah, we're back at it again. So happy to be with you here this week, and uh, we're going to keep it going. Um, I hate to do this. I really do not like talking about this subject, but with recent news um, regarding Reuben Foster from the 49ers, and his domestic violence case, I really thought it, I would bring it to attention um, with professional athletes, dating, significant others, companionship, all that. Um, first and foremost, um, we definitely got to talk about um, how serious domestic violence um, is. It's not an issue to joke about. It's not an issue to laugh about. So if you or anybody else that you know of um, is suffering from domestic violence. Don't be afraid to talk about it. Don't be afraid to go to law enforcement um, because it's a very serious issue that uh, that unfortunately doesn't get enough attention. So I just wanted to say that before I go on this little rant um, regarding dating and professional athletes um, from both sides too because many times people think it's just, you know, um, the male professional athletes that um, suffer, but it's both sides, female and male. So with that being said, let's get started. It's going to be a quick one today and let's get it. Yeah, so before we get started, I just wanted to say that obviously I don't know all the facts regarding the Rupin Foster situation, so I'm just going to give a little backstory um, based on, you know, the news and articles I've read. Um, so he was a, he was convicted of um, assaulting his girlfriend and uh, arrested on a domestic violence case or charge, I should say. And his girlfriend recanted her story, claiming that she lied and was only out to get him because of a bad breakup on their part. So he's currently still in court dealing with the proceedings and there will be more information uh, moving forward. Um, it's it's uh, it's really unfortunate on both sides if if it was true. Obviously, Reuben Foster should definitely pay the price and go to jail um, for what he did. And obviously, um, if the girlfriend was lying, then it's really unfortunate because his career is not ruined, but essentially ruined. He's going to have that tag next to his name at all times. He's going to have that charge on his record at all times. And it just affects the way people perceive him because no one wants no NFL owners, no NFL front office, no NFL coaches want off the field issues unless your talent is through the roof. Um, they don't really have time for that. And even then, it's really tough. I'm not saying talent should hide the fact that someone's an abuser or someone's doing things um, illegal, but in many cases, as you see in the NFL, NBA, and these other sports leagues, 
people with talent kind of get away with a lot. But if you're not talented, then it's tough. And like I said, it's no excuse for that. But that's just sometimes how it goes. How important you are makes it makes a difference along down the road. But with that being said, I don't really want to get too much into this whole domestic violence case um, because that's not my lane. I just wanted to I think it kind of just sparked my interest in terms of, you know, professional athletes and dating because one, I feel like it doesn't get talked about enough. And two, because of the statistics regarding professional athletes and dating, um, I think it's about 50, 40 to 60 percent of professional athletes get divorced within five years of retiring. I think the the statistics between alimony payments and child support payments um, for professional athletes is through the roof. Um, children out of wedlock and um, I'm not saying you know, a child is a blessing, but children out of wedlock, you you know, you're going to have to pay child support payments if you're not with that. Your significant other um, is a is an issue that professional athletes have to face. Um, you know, you have to deal with the, the groupies. And that's it's not just the male professional athletes that have groupies. It's the female professional athletes that have groupies, too. So just um, all these different factors that go into the professional athletes and dating, I feel like it doesn't get talked about enough. And almost it's almost like you wait for the bad thing to happen to to act on it instead of being proactive and understanding that, you know, you're a figure, you're a public figure now. So the person that you may like may not like you for the same same reasons that you like that person. And. I think that the Rupin Foster little situation kind of sparked that interest. And that's why I wanted to talk about it on this blog. Oh, uh, sorry, this podcast. Um, but you can check out the blog at com. by the way. So, yeah. Why athletes get divorced within five years um, after they um, they retire? Obviously, you don't know all the factors, but I would say um, I can't really speak. I'm not a relationship expert and I'm not even married, but um, based off, you know, ex- experiences with other players or experiences by reading and learning from professional athletes that have been in the situation. I would say, you know, athletes not having that identity, you know, sometimes with your significant other, they're so used to being, um, you know, the husband of so-and-so or the wife of so-and-so and when you don't have that tag it's a little different you know you're not you're not hanging around the same circles anymore you're not getting the free tickets to the games or the concerts or all the perks that become that come with you know having a professional athlete by your side um your schedule is different you know sometimes i remember talking to one baseball player that you know, sometimes he wouldn't see his wife for months at a time. And then when he retired, he was seeing his wife all the time. So getting used to that schedule kind of affected their relationship. So things like that, um, your, that your, like, the identity crisis, you know, not being able to have that identity of being an athlete. Um, the money is different. So, you know, getting spoiled with vacations and dinners, you may have to cut down a little bit because of maybe you weren't frugal during your career or maybe, you know, you think you can still live the same way, even though the checks ain't coming in the same. 
um, other reasons, whether it's, you know, infidelity or whatever reasons. Um, I just think those are some reasons why couples with uh, involving professional athletes may get divorced. And it's really important for you and your significant other to talk about these things, to communicate, to plan for the life ahead, because you're not marrying someone to help you out through your career. You're helping them out. You're marrying someone or you're getting married to someone for for a lifetime. And I think that's that's the case. That's the case that doesn't that doesn't get that doesn't get recognized enough when it comes to professional athletes. Also, um, being able to decipher, you know, if your significant other or your companion or whoever you're dating is in it for the right reasons. You know, as a as a professional athlete, you're now a public figure. So when you go out, people know who you are. People know what you're about. Sometimes people already know your history, whether you're single, you're in a relationship, whether you what team you played on, where you even sometimes where you even live. Some of these people are FBI informants when it comes to getting information that they want. So you have to be cautious with who you're dating and um, how much information you're uh, you're giving out. I think that's why a lot of athletes you see they like they marry their college sweethearts or their high school sweethearts at least in the beginning because that's someone that they can they feel like they can trust. That's just a little tidbit. Um, it's um, it's really interesting to see um, that whole dynamic with you know, athletes and dating and those circles, because it's really tough as a professional athlete. It's really tough. Uh, Lindsey Vaughn, she, uh, she, uh, she, she claims that she never wants to get married again, that she suggests that professional athletes not should never get married, but at least don't get married young. Um, she was in a recent interview with uninterrupted and she claimed that getting married young was the worst um, financial and decision she made in her career i think there's a lot of other factors that go into it um um including her her partner being her coach as well and kind of mixing business and and mixing business with love and all those different factors i can't speak for her just going off what she said um but it just goes to show you that there's no exact science to love and dating and all that, but in order to prepare yourself to have a lasting love life, you need to get on top of it from the jump, from the beginning. And whether that's communicating, whether that's, you know, protecting yourself and, um, whether it's yeah whether it's protecting yourself like via prenup or whatever you got to do um sometimes that that's what has to be done um according to Donna Foyle in his book winning the money game he he claims or he his call to action is that if you're a professional athlete you must it's required it's mandatory you must have a prenup if 50% of, he actually claims that 50% of divorces, uh, sorry, if 50% of marriages end in divorces, then wouldn't it be smart to protect yourself? 
Um, at the end of the day, love is love, but you do not want to suffer if it doesn't work out. So he suggests that every athlete sign a prenup with their significant other and go from there just to ease the situation of, you know, not losing your fortune because you guys couldn't work it out in a marriage. And um, to be honest, I think he's he's right in some sense that you should definitely have some protections um, going into a marriage, because as you can see, based off history, um, the numbers don't favor professional athletes and it's, it shouldn't it, um, it's not fair for someone to lose an arm and a leg just to be paying uh, alimony payments. But that's another argument for another day. Um, it's really it's really crazy. Um, with the whole situation regarding Reuben Foster, obviously, um, you never want that situation to happen. Um, cases of domestic violence, but if you're if you're an athlete in a situation that's kind of fishy, whether you know you're staying out late and and things sketch, you you should immediately leave your leave the situation or call the cops you never want to be in a situation where it's um someone said versus someone said versus someone said once you get into that situation it's you never know what could happen if you have any sense or you know you know that instinct of something is off then it probably is um like my dad and my mom always say nothing good happens after two so if you had a late, late night at the club or, you know, you're back at the hotel or whatever, wherever you at and it's getting late and, you know, things ain't going the way they seem, you might just have to take the L and call it a night. Don't force any situation that doesn't need to be forced. As a professional athlete, um, I'm not going to lie to you. You're going to have a lot of opportunities to meet many different people, many different situations that are all willing to talk to you and, you know, fulfill your needs. But you have to be smart about it and you have to be cautious in how you protect yourself. Because at the end of the day, you are the one that's going to suffer depending on how you act to certain situations. If someone riles you up, leave the situation. If someone is enticing you to do something that you don't want to do, leave the situation. If someone is scaring you in a way that or is threatening you in a way that you're not comfortable with and you can't, you know, convince otherwise, leave the situation and notify whoever needs to be notified. Um, do what you have to do. I know athletes nowadays, they um, they have very precautionary measures to make sure they, they don't fall in these situations, whether it's, you know, hiring security or, you know, having, you know, having a friend that's always with them, making sure that, you know, they don't get themselves into trouble or even, you know, having NDAs and non-disclosure agreements and all these other things that make sure that at the end of the day, you're protecting yourself from, you know, your relationship and dating and whatever it may be it's very important because you don't want to find yourself in a situation where you got accused of doing something that you didn't do obviously if you did something and you were stupid you should be punished but if you weren't 
it's hard to, you know, go back to your team and not be looked at differently or go back to, you know, an environment in your community and not be looked at different. So don't take that chance. That's all I'm saying. Um, I really wanted to dive in more into this, but like I said, it's it's a subject that needs to be talked about more. Um, definitely, definitely, there's more, there's more to it than what I'm saying or what is being said in terms of what's out there. So hopefully, as I continue to grow a frugal athlete, I can share different different pieces of content that can help athletes and student athletes as well because it even happens at the student athlete level to be smart with their decisions when it comes to dating and putting themselves in situations um, with um, with their significant others or companions or whatever you want to call it. I just thought that with lighter recent news that Ruben Foster's career might be over because um, his girlfriend lied on him. I just thought that I would bring up, you know, how how dating with professional athletes or professional athletes dating affects, you know, their personal financial playbooks and stuff like that. So, like I said, it's going to keep it short and sweet this week. Um, this podcast, this episode was kind of all over the place. There was not really any structure. I just wanted to go on that little rant. So my apologies. Um, yeah, I realized that you guys are probably getting tired of my voice and uh, just me talking on these podcasts. So we're finally going to start doing our interviews. We're finally going to start doing consistent interviews, finally figured it out from a mic and equipment standpoint. So we're going to be doing interviews with different people in uh, the sports business field from professional athletes to student athletes to business managers to financial advisors and we're going to have segments within segments and it's going to be way more fun than just hearing me talk obviously you'll hear me talk every now and then on a podcast whether i want to go on a rant or whether i feel like it's just me that needs to be talking but um i'm really thankful for all the subscribers all the people that have left reviews if you can continue to leave reviews all the people that have reached out via dm or message and gave me words of encouragement or constructive criticism to help make this podcast better for you guys um definitely we're going to try to increase um the the um the content and what we cover and stuff like that because like uh like we said no one else is really doing this from a sports business um, personal finance, professional athlete standpoint. So uh, we feel like at Frugal Athlete, sorry, we feel like at a Frugal Athlete, we can be that resource for you guys and um, continue to share, continue to subscribe, continue to listen, and we'll keep doing our part. So with that being said, I'm out because I told you this was going to be short this week. Have a good day. Peace. <laughs> Oh, you know, man, oh, you know, man, oh, you know, man.